Hi, this is Adina here with today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, podcast show of courage to be curious and part of our year-long journey of thinking about courageous connections. So as you know, because you've been listening to me talk for a while, and many of you know me personally, is that as a coach, one of the most powerful tools I feel like I have in my toolkit are the questions that I ask. And when we're thinking about forming courageous connections with other people, isn't it really true that when we're first coming connected with somebody, the way that that happens is by asking questions and about getting curious about them? It's true in romantic relationships, right? We first meet somebody, we start asking a bunch of questions of them, they ask questions of us, and we start to feel a connection. In friendships or meeting an event, we go to a networking event, we go to a social event, the first thing we do is we start asking questions because questions are how we get to know each other. They are how we form connection. We might have a shared experience, which is another way we can connect, but for you know, most of us in most of the venues or situations we're going to find ourselves in in life, connection is really formed through questions. And as a coach, for me, questions are a primary tool because Whenever somebody is coming with an area of an aspect, whether it's in their leadership or in their life or in their relationship, that isn't exactly where they want it to be, questions are the mechanism that we use to explore and to understand, really get clear about what's not kind of feeling right and what would feel right. How, what is it that we actually want to get to on the other side? And what are the things that might be blocking the path from here to there? Or what are the things that would be supportive in moving from here to there? But the way we find things out is by exploring and by asking questions. So I've been doing this questioning thing for a long time. I use it not only with clients, but I pretty much wake up to questions almost every single day. So when I journal, very often my journal begins with a question because I want curiosity and asking questions for me, it's like this little engine of propulsion, a propulsion to understand more deeply, a propulsion to move from one place or one way of thinking into another, or to energize myself and motivation towards something. I find that questions serve all these purposes. And anyone who's been in a conversation with me, or as you know, from if you've listened to previous podcasts, sat next to me on a train or a plane or a bus, knows that um, I just love to ask lots of questions. And so it may not be a surprise, but I finally, you know, sitting down and saying, thinking about the fact that people often say to me, well, how do you know what questions to ask? So we're in a coaching situation, like, how do you know what questions to ask? Or where do you come up with all those questions? Or, wow, that was really a powerful question. Or, wow, that question really just stopped me in my tracks. So I get these kinds of, you know, responses or questions from people in my, you know, about the questions that I ask. And so as I was sitting down to really think about where I'm taking courage to be curious and some of the tools I want to provide to people, I decided to put all those questions down, not all of them, but a whole bunch of them. And so today I'm just super excited to release out to the Wonder Your Way to Brilliant community, the Live lead and love with the courage to be curious card decks 
that have literally just come off the press. They are packaged in these beautiful um, plastic cases, keeping cases with a deck inside. And so what are these Courage to be Curious card decks? They are three sets of card decks, 52 questions in each, that pertain to different aspects of our life. So Live with the Courage to be Curious is a deck of 52 questions that help us to really bring consciousness and curiosity to the way in which we live our lives. So many people come to coaching because something doesn't feel right. Either I'm ready for a change or something isn't going right. I'm not feeling as successful or as happy as or as fulfilled or as balanced or as whatever as I would like to be. And that becomes the, the place that we launch the coaching from. But how do we really understand what those things are? Or how do we make changes in our life? Or how do we approach our life with the curiosity and the consciousness that helps us to achieve the more of what we want, whether that's more balance or more, um, you know, the kind of relationships or jobs or, you know, pieces that we want. And that's what the Live with the Courage to be Curious card deck is. It is questions that just provoke us out of our habitual way of thinking or our habitual state of emotions into something else so we can bring that consciousness, so that we can choose and craft and create our lives the way we want them to be. So that's the Live deck. Then there is a Love deck, Love with the Courage to be Curious. And many of you who know me know that the early stages of my coaching practice really focused largely around relationships and focused on relationships that have really been hitting trouble spots where, gosh, it feels like this marriage or this relationship is, you know, hitting a bump in the road. I'm not sure if I should stay together or not stay together or our communication is off and we can't seem to connect anymore. Hasn't been intimacy. So the early stages of my coaching career largely focused in that arena, and so I specifically wanted to create a deck that was about loving with the courage to be curious. What this deck is, it is not a relationship repair deck. I want to be really clear about that. It is not a relationship repair deck, but what it actually is is a deck of cards that cultivates love. And the first, the deck is divided into two halves. One half of the deck, so 26 questions, are dedicated to cultivating self-love. And I recently had a conversation with someone who actually sat down with her partner to you know, start working with the cards, and they drew a card out of the self-love deck so that the self-love part of the deck so that they could each be thinking about, you know, what is I love about myself? as sort of a foundation to even thinking about their love for each other and their relationship with each other. And they picked the first question and she said to me, Adina, wow, like it was so difficult. I realized that if I had been thinking about this question relative to my partner, it would have been so easy. I could have answered this about my partner and said, oh yeah, of course. And then I realized, wow, we often, it can be difficult or it can be uncomfortable to think about loving ourselves or what we like about ourselves, appreciate about ourselves, what makes us somebody that others would want to be with or be friends with. And she said, it really gave me pause to be curious about why it is so much harder to think about that for myself than it is for someone else. 
So the first half of the love deck is dedicated to the cultivation of self-love because as very, very dear colleague and friend of mine, Christine Keisinger, um, share, kind of provoked in me as I was creating this deck is that um, having this self-love is really a foundation to bring to any loving relationship, whether that's with a partner or a child or a friend or a parent or anyone else in your life. The second half of the love deck is specifically focused on how can we love someone else we care about well. And it is not just for partners. It is for children. It is for friends. It is even for coworkers that we want to care about well or for parents, anybody in your life that's important to you. And the questions in there really help us to become very aware of the fact that just because I like something a certain way or I like to be loved and cared for in a certain way doesn't mean that someone else appreciates the same thing. I think I've shared this before, like I would love if someone prepared me a great meal and put all candles and did all the preparing and the washing up of the dishes and things like that would feel like a beautiful way to love me. And I've been with partners for whom like, you know, that might be a nice gesture, but it just certainly doesn't rank up there as high as it does for me as a way to show my love and care. So it reminds us that not everybody that we care about likes to be loved or cared for in the same way that we do. And it puts us into thinking about them. So that's the second half of the love deck. And then there is the lead deck. So I have been involved, I, well, I've been doing leadership development work for, you know, over a decade now. And um, the work of the leader is also divided into two parts. So half of the lead deck is questions that the leader would ask themselves to reflect on, how am I showing up as a leader? Leaders have many different styles that they can leverage many different ways of bringing themselves to their team and to their work and to their organization and to their role. And we want to bring consciousness so we don't just go on autopilot. So the first half is reflection questions that a leader asks about him or herself. And it's essential that we're reflecting as a leader and not just acting on autopilot and, you know, from the habitual reactive ways that might, you know, just pop up. The second half of the deck are questions that, just like with the love deck, bring the leader into thinking about the members of their team and the people that they work with differently. Just because I, as a leader, see something a certain way, or just because I, as a leader, am motivated by particular things, doesn't mean that everyone else on my team is going to be motivated by the same things, or needs the same kind of support that I do, or is as independent on certain things as I am, or, you know all those different kinds of things, just like with the love deck. So the second half of the lead deck is focused on questions that the leader asks themselves about how they work and operate in relationship to their team. All three decks come with a booklet that's enclosed on ways to use, and there are seven different ways that are described that we can use them in our relationships, in our lives, in our leadership, and in our work. But all in all, what these are intended to be, it is a toolkit of 156 questions. And the questions are different in every single deck, so they don't duplicate from deck to deck. There's 156 distinct questions that really help us to bring consciousness to what we're doing, to how we're showing up and living, leading, and loving in our lives. 
and to and that consciousness allows us to be choiceful to make choices so that we can really craft and architect the person that we want to be in the world and to me that's a super powerful thing because that's really where fulfillment and contentment and success comes from is by not being having life lead us but have us really be in control of how we show up to our lives. The other thing is, is that it cultivates the practice of curiosity. And here's the thing about curiosity. I'm starting to write a lot more about this. But the reason that curiosity is so huge in my business and the reason that it is so deeply embedded into my life is because curiosity as a stance, like if I come from the stance of curiosity, means that by definition, I'm more open, I'm more receptive, I'm more flexible, I'm more adaptive, and I'm more creative. We've all run into people who can get so rigid and who can be so clearly boundaried and defined all of the time or who can be resistant um, to any kind of change or any kind of newness or suggestions of ideas. And it's really difficult to be on the other side of resistance. It's really difficult to be on the other side of rigidity. And even on the inside, it can take a lot of effort to be constantly maintaining the rigidity and the rules and the prescription that comes with that. There's a place and time for everything, and I'm a big fan of boundaries. And boundaries are different than rigidity or excessive enclosure or, you know, inflexibility. We're happier when we're flexible. We're happier when we're exploring and, you know, encountering new things. We're happier when we are discovering things. So for me, curiosity is so fundamentally tied to being able to show up in the world in a way that can, well, to show up in an unpredictable world, because it's going to be unpredictable whether we want it to be or not, but to be able to be enjoy around that and to be able to embrace the newness and the discovery that the world has to offer us, you know, openly and in a way that brings joy. So for me, curiosity is fundamental. It's fundamental to happy living. It's fundamental to intimate, intimate relationship. And it's fundamental to being a leader in such a way that people actually want to be led and feel valued by the person who's leading them. So this is an introduction to what I am so excited to be launching this fall, the Live, Lead, and Love with the Courage to be Curious decks. So I invite you to check them out. You can go to the Courage to be Curious website and look under resources, or you can go directly to liveleadlovecourageously.com, and it will take you directly to the webpage that will give you a little bit more information, soon to be a video up about the cards, and um, I would love to hear from you. I'm so excited to hear how people are using the cards, what the experiences are, like this woman I shared with you about, what the experiences are when you get bring them into your household, into your workplace, into your relationships. So let's keep the door and conversation open about that. So this is today's episode. I don't even need to end with a game-changing question because I'm offering 156, 156 game-changing questions. But let me do say this. Let me offer this query. 
that what would be different if your life were guided by curiosity and the willingness to wonder about yourself, about the people you care about, about how you show up in the world, and if you were willing to follow that curiosity. So that's the episode for today. If you have comments, thoughts, want to get your deck of cards, go onto the website, send me comments. You know, I always love to receive them, receive them. And this year looking, let's continue to get onto iTunes and rate the show so people can find it, get onto either our Facebook page, a courage to be curious or our Facebook group at wonder way to brilliant. If you want to share the episodes are always posted there and I will be back with you again soon. Thanks for listening.